When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon, welcome to the Summer Run Home. It's Monday the 8th of January. Good afternoon, Sydney, Brisbane, Gold Coast, listeners across the SEN network. Let us know where you're listening from around the world. Shout out to the Run Home podcast listeners there on Apple, Spotify, wherever they got their podcasts. Get involved in today's show. Give us a call, 1300 011170 or text us in 0457 736 736. As always, the socials, at Joel Fletch, SEN, that's Twitter, X, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you're doing, you weirdos out there. Barney, welcome. Mate, thank you. I think this is our first shift together, isn't it? Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. We've had crossover, I think. I've done a little splash on one of yours, and you've come in on ours at the end, but our first one officially together. Yeah, I know. This is exciting stuff. I've been, uh, mate, New Year. Actually, you uh, have been on my mind in this New Year because you keep coming up in my Instagram feed. Um, what for? Okay, mate, just you asking if I'm a man over 40 who wants, oh, to, yeah. <laughs> who wants to transform his body. And uh, I am, but I, I'm pretty sure I don't want to have to do the things you're, you're advertising. Yeah, that's an ambassador I was doing for an online company. Um, doing great things in that space, men between 30 and 60 years of age. But I get so many people, I don't know how much they're spending on advertising. Yeah. I get stopped more for that, I reckon, than swimming nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's uh, seeing the ad. Have you seen – are you over 30 tourists? I am um, three months away, but I've seen the adverts oh, as well. Oh, it. yeah, I've seen all the adverts. I'm like, oh, well, there's missile again. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I don't actually design the workout plans or the meal plans. No. I'm, just, uh, I'm just the ambassador for it. I think sometimes some people message me and they ask me about a workout or something. Like, ah, uh, let me just – let me just check back on that and I quickly <laughs> delegate that one. Is this your first day back, Barney? This is my first day back for the new year, uh, mate. It is, it's basically since I was here last, I reckon I'll, I must be up four or five kgs. Okay. Just really ripped in over Christmas. Mix of not working out and eating or one or the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah eating, drinking, uh, not working out. Um, because I, I, we went away for, went away for Christmas, folks in uh, Newcastle. And then yep. went what from there. What part of Newcastle? They're in uh, they're in Lake Macquarie. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, they're down nice in part. Uh, the, yeah, beautiful Is that part. The nice part. I don't know Newcastle that well. I'm from Port Macquarie, so we know Newcastle's like our big brother. Yeah. But then people from Newcastle say, you know, oh, this bit's good, this bit's rubbish. Lake Macquarie, Lake nice, Macquarie, nice, beautiful. So they're on yeah. the they're on the eastern side, the nice side. So okay, they're they're nice at Elibana, yeah. So okay. which is a lovely little suburb on the side of the hill, yeah, overlooking the lake. Beautiful, which is, uh, lovely. So did a bit of time there. Then we went up to we drove. This is the mistake I made. We drove to Brisbane for uh, New Year's. Yep. Friends of ours about to uh, pack up everything, move to the states for five to ten years. And so they had a big New Year's blowout in Beautiful. Brisbane. Got the whole accommodation at the joint we were staying at. Everyone was from the party. Um, God, I don't know what was going on. I must have ate something bad or, you know, I just got a, a bit of, I don't know, if, is there such a thing as Brisbane belly? Because New Year's Day. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> uh, I'm not used to Brisbane. I'm not used to drinking the water up there. Something I wasn't feeling well. Did uh, you start saying morning. A at the end of every sentence? Yeah, <laughs> mate, <laughs> mate, I did. I went, we went full tourist. We even did the story. I climbed the story bridge, did all that. Nice. Had a good time. But, uh, but yeah, something made me crook New Year's morning. But we drove up there, stayed at, uh, we did the broke trip up. So went up the Pacific uh, mm. Highway on the way up and then back through the New England any notable um, towns, mate? Uh, stayed at Grafton on the yep. had a had a nice dinner on the was it the commercial the one overlooking the the river there. Yep. Um, yep. Went back through. Actually, before uh, just as the test the day that the uh, test was about to start, uh, drove the kids through. Uh, well, we started in um, that we were in Tamworth that night, but the night before we drove through past Bendemeer, and I uh, I said, boys. That's where the great Josh Hazelwood's from. Yeah, okay. Let's, let's all have a moment. They they didn't give a rats. They couldn't have cared. So is, that, less. is that out west near Tamworth Way? Yeah, yeah. That way. In, in yeah. the granite belt there. Yeah, um, beautiful. So yeah, the boy from Bendemi. Yeah, and uh, yeah, good trip, but too much time in the car with kids. We're, well, the kids, the kids, mate. They, they're of they're minor teenagers now, so they just put their phones on, headphones on, or whatever. But um, it was just too much time sitting in the mm. one position. And then not feeling like exercising, and then just, well, why wouldn't we have a nice steak for dinner with like three schooners? And then yeah. go back to the room and have another bottle of wine. It's that so, time of year, isn't it? Oh, mate. It's depressing how quickly you can lose it. Like how quickly you just go, well, you know what? And we, then how long it takes oh, I know. to get back there. That's what I often tell my kids, like, just enjoy this while you've got a metabolism. Because <laughs> you don't believe how hard it is, just how much work I have to do just to stay this fat. It's yep. ridiculous. Yeah. Tourist, your first day back at work? Uh, kind of. Yes, I did a, a, a very minor shift yesterday, but I don't, didn't, didn't count that. Wasn't, wasn't anybody else in the office. Yep. Just me. But no, I'm back. I had a, a month away from, from the run home. I've not been on since... 29th of November. You were overseas. Oh, wow. Yeah, I went a month to the UK, back seeing the folks and all the friends back there, which was a lot of fun. Um, you take your girlfriend with you? Yeah, we, yeah. She First time she's me. met your family? No, because we met oh. in Edinburgh. We met over in the UK oh. and then we came here. So oh. I'm, I'm the eloper. Oh, so you followed her to Australia? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so it's like, it's not Shh. you stealing one of, <laughs> it's not you stealing one of our ladies. She stole them one of Scotland's She stole one of Scotland's, yeah. Mm, one yeah. of Scotland's finest. Yeah, mm. absolutely. One of the best. Um, yeah, no, it was a great trip. I brought my kilt back this time. So hey. didn't have a kilt in Australia for the past 18, 20 months. Now How did you get by? Thank you. Thank you for finally putting something on your bottom half. Too, <laughs> Are you, do you wear undies under your kilt? Uh, it depends on the event. It depends on the occasion. So if you Wait. wear your kilt to like like the football or the rugby you quite often wear a kilt on the bottom half and you wear like a, a football top on the top half. Yeah. On that occasion, they'd probably wear underwear. But if it was a good friend's wedding or, or a, a fancy occasion, maybe not, no. Also, it depends on the weather. If it's, if it's December, probably, yeah. If it's the summer, maybe not, no. Okay. A good friend's wedding. That's the that's yeah. the test. How good a friend do you have to be before Mark just loses the undies? Have you noticed it's a bit of a thing I've noticed at weddings recently? I haven't been at one myself, but, you know, they're all over Instagram these days. People taking their shirts off at weddings. Have you seen that? Like on the dance floor? There's, at the there's end of thing, the night? Yeah, at the end of the night on the dance floor. There's a thing at the moment where if the uh, if Eagle Rock plays, um, if the DJ plays Eagle Rock, everyone takes their pants off. Have you seen Eagle that? Rock. Eagle, Eagle Rock. Rock. I've seen the Eagle Rock. But everyone takes their pants, pants off. off. There's I've not a, seen that. A mate of mine went to uni. I don't uni, know where it started. Went to uni in Canberra and it. He he said that was a thing that they're like so at their Canberra uni thing? became a a real thing in Canberra. They just Eagle Rock would come on, all the blokes just 
yeah. onto the dance floor, pants down for. So if the kilt, if the eagle rock comes on, yeah. and you've got the kilt, but no undergarments. Yeah. No, I won't. Obviously, I'm not going to expose myself. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, well, it depends. A good friend's how, wedding, maybe. Yeah, how good a friend's wedding is it? That's the question. Well, on weddings, a big announcement. No, not me. But I've been asked to be, for the first time in my life, to be a best man. Oh, that's a no undie occasion. That's right a there. no undie, I think. Absolutely. So you've got to oh, organise wow. the bucks. Well, yes and no. So there's two best men, and I don't turn up. I'm not going back until like a week before the wedding because I live yeah. here and the wedding's in. Well, can I give you the first piece of advice? Remember that last bucks you went on where you were overseas? And the was, Bali bucks, yeah. It was a combined women's oh, sorry. And I don't... hens and bucks. Do not do a combined hens and bucks. Well, I. I I, I wasn't going to, but also I didn't plan that one. Can I just say, you've got some really good role models here at SEN that could help you with this box. Okay. You're surrounded by them. Mm. Such as? Brian Fletcher. Yeah, he... Yeah, he Matthew Johns. James <laughs> <laughs> Matheson. Like this could get expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm flying Bear's Head out to Edinburgh. <laughs> oh, you For a weekend be, in Alicante. You would be the talk of the town... Is your friend Australian? No, so it's in the UK and it's in the UK. Oh, yeah, it's a UK well, it won't have the same crossover then. I was going to say, if you brought Matthew Johns to a, an Australian man's bucks, you're the talk of the town. Yeah. 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 It doesn't get any bigger than that. Um, 8th of January today, I think most people around Australia, first day of work. Yeah, if, if you're coming back this early, this would have to be the first day. I actually picked a, a mate of mine, well, my cousin and his uh, family got back from uh, Bali, their little... Sojourn, I managed. I picked him mm. up from the airport last night, and uh, I dropped him home. His wife was about as crook as I've ever seen really? anyone look. Um, just the full sweats and everything. Yeah. The barley. Uh, Tough plane ride. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And uh, so I dropped them home, and he had to work the first thing this morning. So she's, like, in no shape to get out of bed and tend to the kids or anything. And mm. He's trying to do the work from home thing, be on Zoom meetings. and Nightmare. Uh, Brooksy's yeah. in Bali at the moment as well. Yeah, I saw yes. that. He's Brooksy. Oh. Yeah, any chance of a drop knee from Brooksy? A drop knee? Drop knee. It's a proposal, Mark. Oh, sorry, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> a lot of my friends, when I went back, they assumed I was proposing. In, oh, really? In, in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and I've not. But no, Brooksy, maybe. Yeah. Should, we, should we encourage the listener to maybe, because Brooksy's pretty active on social media. Very active on social uh, media. I think he's Brooksy Nat on Instagram. Yes. So if you're not following, give him a follow. But... Um, anytime he posts a photo while he's in Bali, if our SEN can listeners can get on, um, just proposal yet question mark. Yeah. Ring. Just, little yeah, ring. Ring. Yeah. Just that sort of stuff. Just little question marks. Ring, question mark. Um, Tag his missus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, T. That's act now. Hey, we're talking uh, before the show. Um, we're talking about, we've got you know, sports bets coming up, Mark, and I'm going to play the role of Sean Omerod today. Oh, I've actually good. copied his haircut and everything. I was going to oh, say, yeah. you are you're so, rocking a fresh fade. I am uh, Sean Omerod today, uh, and I was looking at different odds. One of the odds I want to give our listeners later on, and I won't tell you the exact numbers yet, but Anthony Joshua has been announced is going to fight Francis Ngannou. Mm. This is one of those Saudi Arabia deals where they're going to get astronomical amounts of money, You know, top UFC heavyweight, top boxing heavyweight. And uh, we're talking about uh, Anthony Joshua. And I was telling you, Barney, how I met him one night at a party um, in Copacabana Beach. And Ooh. he was the coolest person I've ever met. Really? Just the swag, the aura about him. 
every girl in the nightclub was just flocking to him. They were forming a line around him. It was ridiculous. And what is Anthony Joshua doing in a nightclub on the Central Coast? Copacabana. <laughs> <laughs> as well. <laughs> My first instinct was Central Coast. This is amazing. Yeah. just left Tarragol. So, name it. <laughs> name, name the nightclub. So was, you'd gone from Gosford Leagues and then yeah. you're going. <laughs> this was of the Brazilian variety. Oh, okay. So proper Copacabana. Proper Copacabana. And Anthony Joshua, I think he's about my height, about 6'5". Very good-looking guy, but also has the air of not a worry in the world. Because he can beat you up if you talk shit, basically. Yeah, he he can keep you busy with his hands if he needs to. So that got us chatting about the coolest people we've ever met. And it was a very esteemed bunch. But Mm. I want to go to you next, Barney. Coolest person you've met. This it took me a little while to think of this because I don't move in cool circles in general. But um, I think the coolest person I've met would probably be Chris Jordan, who's mm. uh, he's playing now down uh, in Hobart. Yep. But at the time he was playing for the Perth Scorchers, and the professor and I were doing a bunch of uh, interviews with BBL players. Yep. So we'd flown to Hobart of all places to um, to interview uh, uh, some uh, some. Uh, Scorchers players who were in town to, to play the Hurricanes. We were playing, obviously doing the Hurricanes while we were there as well. Anyway, um, so we had, I think it was, we were staying at the same hotel as them. We booked a little like conference room to, to film the interview in in the hotel they're staying, literally yep. down the hall from their rooms. Yep. Make it as easy as possible. 9am start. Um, so uh, Mitch Marsh is the other player we were interviewing. He's he's rocked in early. He's 10 to 9. He's there. G'day, boys. How yeah, are yeah, you? Yeah. Good. On for a chat, just sitting. Uh, 9 a.m. rolls around. Chris Jordan, nowhere to be seen. Media manager starting to worry. <laughs> yeah. Starting to make As phone calls. Starting yeah. to make phone Anyway, finally someone's dispatched to go uh, bang on the door um, and uh, wake him up and uh, – Came down, came down, still wiping sleep from his eyes. Just, but loveliest man, coolest guy. He was telling us how he, um, well, we'd found out before, and he, um, he went to school with Rihanna. So him and uh, cool. I think it was Carlos Brathwaite, the two yeah. West Indian players yep. who'd been to school with Rihanna. He used to tell us he used to catch the bus with her and um, sit on a lap on the bus. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I'm like, have you got like, is this real? Have you got a number? Yeah, he had. A, he showed us in a phone. He had it, and then he he wouldn't call her because um, God knows, <laughs> God knows what time it is. Like we we woke him up at nine a.m. God knows where she is and what time it is there. But um, oh. yeah, it was he was he was a very that was they were two very cool guys. Mitch Marsh was ch- absolute champion. Yeah, very Australian, relaxed. Yep. Okay, but uh, Chris Jordan, um, well played played for England, but uh, went. Grew up a lot in the. Grew up most of his child in the West. What Indies. about just while we're we're talking about swagger and you know cool people? Just current cricket team right now. I'm sure you've probably met all of them during your work. Who's got the most swagger or holds holds the room? Uh, oh, that's a good question. I think Captain Blue Eyes. Yeah, Captain Blue Eyes has got he's got something about him. Yeah. Um, the one thing you don't realize, like, and it's. It's interesting when you – because I was actually at the cricket the other day and um, the guys I was with, I don't think had seen Mitch Stark up close. And mm. you realise how big Mitch yeah. Stark, Pat Cummins yeah. and Josh Hazelwood all are. They're all timber. Very big men. And yeah. but Pat Cummins, from even from the stands, you can see the, the shoulders on that bloke. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's something else. He's a bit bit of a freak. Um, but in then 
the other one in Perth, Mitch, I think um, probably Mitch Marsh has got a bit of just quiet confidence. It's yeah, the kind of thing where cool. you look at him and go, I yeah. reckon I reckon you're a bit of fun. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. Now, nah, tourist. The coolest person, coolest person you've met. I think for me, I'm not in the sports world, but Denzel Washington, I have met. Um, probably at, tops the list, doesn't it? That is, yeah, I don't know. It's, probably it's hard to go anywhere list. from this. Yeah. Also, so, Sucker, we left you to last. Oscar yeah. winner. Simon Pegg as well. What I'm year, what no, year Denzel? The oh, uh, Equalizer 2 Denzel. Ooh. So, when would that be? Oh, no, Equalizer 1 Denzel. Equalizer okay. Denzel. 10 years ago. Yeah, 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, nah. And I was a previous radio station that I worked at back in the UK. Swagger. Very cool, yeah. Just just came, he's like one of those people you say, when you walk into a room, like, Denzel's here now. Denzel's yeah. in charge. We're listening mm. to what he's saying, and we just have to... Well, he was very nice, but anything he wants to say or do, yeah, we're, we'll, we'll do what he wants to do right now. One very thing cool. I've noticed with um, actors, I think actually it's the entertainment industry generally. Ooh. Very small in real life. They're always yeah. very small. You've got to like be small you, you to get, fit in the telly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always, uh, whenever there's like events and stuff and you meet actors, you're always like, ah, so... Yeah. So little because you, I, I met um, Joel Edgerton right after he did The Fighter and he was jacked for The Fighter, that movie with um, Warrior, Warrior. Oh, yeah. The movie uh, was with Tom Hardy. So, yeah. UFC Tom, fighters. Tom Hardy, too, on film. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this, this guy, he's Bane. He's massive. So I met Joel Edgerton. I reckon he came up to about my armpit. I reckon he would have been 70 kilos ringing wet. And I was like, oh, nice to meet you, I guess. A, like, uh, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> nice for you to meet me. <laughs> I mean, like, if you met The Rock, uh, I'm assuming The Rock in person. Probably just as big as... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I met Kevin Hart once. That's that cool. was probably up there. It was probably up Surely there, Surely that beats Chris Jordan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, what's he like? Because he kind of splits opinion down the middle. E- ever so briefly, I met him. I managed... I was lucky enough to bring him on stage at the Sydney Comedy Store. He dropped in when he was doing... Right along too. He was out here. Yeah, okay. Um, was he just practicing that. material? Or? Yeah, he just, well, he's he's one of those, like, like, and a lot of comedians like it. Like when you want to get up on stage pretty regularly yeah. just to stay, stay fresh. Active, so yeah. um, I was hosting. And so he, they brought him in bef- like basically after the first half started. Yeah. Um, and then he closed the first half of the show. And it was like it was one of those ones where I've I've never felt a reaction like it in a comedy club of the excitement. There was a guy um, in the front row, and I like I doing the thing like because especially with American comics, like most English and Australian comics don't really care if you give their credits or anything like that. Yeah. Like I always say, what do you want any for your intro? And most Australian comics say, yeah, whatever, mate, I don't care. Yeah. But he like with Americans, so I got well. He, I I didn't he didn't ask for it, but I got the from the August. Yeah. yeah. Hey, can you look? This is important. Make sure you give him a really good proper intro. What was so, in there? So I'd say you know he he just done um, sold out uh, Madison Square Garden like three times. He's like so you said that yeah. yeah so yeah, I just yeah, said yeah, look, yeah. one of the great things about this room is we get good internationals just pop in unannounced. Sometimes that's what we have got tonight. <laughs> Guest yeah. tonight. He's like, I listed a few of his credits. I said, you know, he sold out Madison Garden three times. Yeah, I said, he's actually out here promoting a movie, um, promoting Ride Along too. And so this guy in the front row, as I'm giving the, laying the credits, just starts tapping his missus on the, getting excited, tapping his missus on the leg like, it's Kevin Hart. It's Kevin Hart. It's, it's effing Kevin Hart. And by the time I get to, by the time I get to actually announce it, she's pushing him going, 
that's hurting. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) And then I go Kevin Hart, and then I see the two biggest men in the world walking down, like these two big um, African-American men walking down, and in between them, the tiniest (laughs) African-American man. (laughs) And with the biggest chain I've ever seen. Just cool, eh? like cool snakes. Comes up on stage. Shakes my hand because usually everyone comes on from behind, sta- like backstage there. Yeah, but no, nah, he just he'd sat in the back of the room, watched the whole thing, uh, which I'm glad I didn't wasn't thinking about when I opened yeah. the show. Yeah, and he comes on, he shook my hand, and he just goes, um, just quietly said to me, "Great work, like, that's real good." And I was like, "Giving oh, up, it's <laughs> awesome." That's so and then, cool. Um, and then everyone, all the other acts, so at the comedy store backstage. There's a tiny little room and there's a little lounge. And at that stage, there used to be a little TV, a monitor where you, so you could see what was going on on stage. So mm. if someone starts to finish up as the host, you go, okay, he's about to finish up. I'll go stand right side of stage so I can get on and yeah. get off. Yep. Um, but so everyone else watched Kevin Hart from out the front. And I watched Kevin Hart on this tiny little screen. Oh. And it's like security footage because it's like just a little camera. Yeah. The, the only reason it's there is so you can see where they're at on the stage, yeah, where there's something yeah, weird's yeah. happening. It's not so you can watch their act and see their face yeah. and their act outs and stuff. So I literally sat, I watched a tiny little TV screen. Did he kill? <laughs> Paul Re- yeah. 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 Well, I've always wondered with comedians, um, even the biggest comedians, let's say Chappelle, right? Mm-hmm. He has to, or I guess, write a part. Yep. And then work it out a bit before he perfects it. Have you ever seen a big name bomb because they're in their first iteration of a joke or a story and it's not where it needs to be. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to name, I'm not gonna name him. Is that, is that I, will say, I will say I saw Kitty Flanagan pop in one night. We were at Enmore in the mm. Enmore Comedy Club, which is just in the wine bar at the side of the theatre there. Yep. Yep. And um, she popped in one night and uh, it, like it was the last minute. Oh, she's trying new stuff for a tour. And went on stage and like I thought I was having a decent night like I was hosting and then I just went on stage and I just went that brand new stuff and she's like she's looking at notes she goes oh yeah some of this yeah I was just working on this today yeah and it's just more polished than stuff I'd had for like a year <laughs> and I'm so just like cool. yeah that is so mean just watched kitty the other day and um she's a genius what's the fisk. show fisk yeah fisk it's That's only amazing. just coming out on Netflix. I feel like it, maybe it's been out for a while in Australia. All right, we've got to get to a break, Barney. We've spoken about uh, absolutely nothing, but that's all right. We've told some stories. We'll get to some sport after the break. You're on the summer run home. Thanks to Hyundai. The Hyundai 2023 SUV sale event is on now. Welcome back to the run home with Barney and the Missile this afternoon. 8th of January, first working day of the year for many out there. Uh, big show today, Barney. Lots of guests. Uh, SEN Cricket's Barat Sunderace, and I saw him. On the seven coverage the other day. First uh, time I seen him on TV. I saw him in real life when he was on the seven coverage. I was Swagger? at the cricket. Yeah, mate, there's a guy. <laughs> and there's a guy who knows how to dress. Sharp dressed man. Well, I remember Copes was saying to me that he's got to wear suit and tie, no choice. And they sort of pick the suit and the tie and everything. And he's like, it's a very strict, for test cricket, very strict uh, dress code. Barat. Barat does what he wants. Hawaiian shirt. So Barat's coming on. Adam Peacock from Channel 7 is going to be here to talk about the ACL injury for Sam Kerr, and Brett Phillips is going to join us to talk oh. Australian Open tennis. Welcome back to the Summer Run Home. Thanks to Hyundai. The Hyundai 2023 SUV sale event is on now. Plenty of news out there, Barney, uh, but we're going to go with A-grades, starting with this bloke that uh, he jumped in, was it a fish tank, Mark? What was this thing? 
it was a fish tank at like a fishing store. Like, so it was a massive fish tank at like a one of those big outdoorsy fish, stores. Yeah, one of those in America. So for those that people that haven't seen, uh, jumped in nude. Yeah. Uh, how would we describe this this man's physique? Um, he's a bigger man in some areas. Dark you know what? He probably he's probably getting your ads in his Instagram feed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, what do you reckon? What's their metric for that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's a, he's a he's a larger man. Uh, in terms of endowment, it's um, a comment I saw on Twitter. Mm. A bloke said, uh, "This guy's got to know what works, and he's got to steer away from the leg spread." Yeah, the uh, it's an it's an unfortunate angle. We've we've got here. Um, one thing I will say is because when I hear fish tank, big fish tank, I'm usually thinking tropical fish. Um, that is definitely a cold water tank. <laughs> I don't know if they're they're running like I don't know penguins or something in there. <laughs> I'm expecting to see polar bears in the back. Yeah, of it. I don't know if this is some sort of Wim Hof type scenario. So he's facing multiple charges after stripping naked and jumping into a fish tank in the Leeds Bass Pro Shop. Uh, happened Thursday night when the suspect struck a pole in the store's parking lot. If that's a pole, I don't know what I'm looking at. Um, Police say he then stripped, ran into the store, and jumped into a fish tank. This guy was on one. He was taken into custody uh, and transported to an area hospital. Don't know why. Uh, He's clearly got an injury. (laughs) While he was in the back of the police car, he damaged the back door of the vehicle. Uh... Chief Paul Irwin says the suspect family said he's suffering from mental health issues. Speaks to itself. Uh, he's facing the following charges, Bunny. At public lewdness, mm-hmm. disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, assault on police, two counts of pr- criminal mischief, and two counts of reckless endangerment. The only one I think I'd take issue with there is the public lewdness. Because to my mind, uh, the... The bass shop was closed, was it not, Mark? No, it was open, fully open. There was there were staff and people in there. Oh, so it wasn't. This was. I, I was picturing this in the middle of the night. No, He's no, on no, the no, tear no, no. on the way. People filming it. Yeah, I just figured that was security footage no. or something like that. Like <laughs> they a bad job. They were. No, no. Okay. Pretty sure it was open. But isn't doesn't lewdness involve some sort of like you know have you been like there's some sort of hey look at this yeah like. Hey, like that just looks like a bloke who needed a dip. You know what I mean? That's... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I don't even know what I'm um, lewd. It's, pretty, it's kind of, it's a bygone word, isn't it? I don't, mm. I it's one of those great, that's how you know it's an English criminal justice system. Yeah. There'd be Lose some real this. literal thing. Yeah. <laughs> like well, he was charged with unlawful nudity in a fish tank <laughs> would be like the US charges. Something I like remember that. Uh, there was this bloke getting about on, so I was living in Tremoyne. Mm. And we were... Uh, good part of the world. Yeah, good part of the world. And there, we used to do the bay run quite a bit, my, my yep. missus and I. Um, she, she'd often do it on her own because I couldn't quite keep up with her when it came to running. <laughs> anyway, there's a there's a bloke getting about on the bay run flashing people. Really? He's the bay run flasher. And there was a, there was a big search for him because they were, they were worried. So apparently he was jumping out in a trench coat, opening the trench coat to reveal himself naked and then running off into the bushes. And there was a big manhunt for this bloke because the police were figuring he's at point A now. What's point B, yeah, C, yeah, yeah. D? Like, if this is where he's at now, it's going to get dicey. And uh, I used to joke with my missus, you know, you reckon you'll see the flasher today? And she was 
kind of looking forward. She's like, I'm going to try and get a photo real quick of this flash. <laughs> <laughs> we she's were just looking, a, we she's were, looking yeah, for the flash. Yeah, we were just joking about it because she could probably run away from you as well. She's pretty quick. Um, turned out he was a Northern Beaches man. I believe he was Ooh. from Manly and he was traveling to the Bay Run to flash of a day. <laughs> Yeah. What is that? <laughs> he wasn't going the uh, he wasn't going the the manly to uh, Shelley Beach or anything. He was coming over to the Bay Run to do his. This is his the one flashing. thing I will say about toll roads. Yeah, is is if there's a lot of tolls, you start to think about where you're flashing. You know what I mean? You don't get these blow in flashes. <laughs> that Roselle interchange, he won't know where he's flashing. Uh, they did catch him. I don't know what the chat. I'm assuming he was lewdness as well. We'll get mm. Mark to research that. Uh, so that's that's two A grades for you, both involving lewdness. Uh, our next A grade. Uh, do you know how to say this name, Barney? I've I've never got my head around it. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yes. So he was speaking about the Milwaukee Bucks' uh, recent struggles. Mm. He said in an interview, "Everybody has to be better. Everybody. Yeah. It starts from the equipment manager. He has to wash our clothes better." <laughs> yeah. I thought this was ridiculous, and then I did a bit of – I watched some of the footage. Now, I don't know if you just saw it. It came on the screen there. The Bucks, when they're away, they play in predominantly white strip. Okay. Right? Their defense has been poor. And I'm thinking, why aren't they putting their hands up in the face? And then I saw a little bit. Pit stains. Ah. Uh, <laughs> they're worried about getting like, – they've got pit stains. They've yep. they got mustard stains yep. on the guys. Jerseys. Now you mention it, ever since I left home, there was something about when you put on a T-shirt – that's been, I don't know, washed, ironed, whatever, whatever my mum did to it. It was like soft and nice. Yeah, fabric softener. Is that what it is? That's what it is. Okay, there you go. Well, I've, I've never put on a shirt that felt the same since. It's yeah. <laughs> about a $3 solution there. Yeah. <laughs> well, and at what point of the wash am I putting the fabric softener? When you put the other stuff in. It's got its own little compartment in most of them now. Like you'd, you'd... Mind blown. Yeah. I've always wondered why there was three compartments for my Oh, mate. <laughs> Wait, wait till I show you some Mary Kondo Okay, videos. here's, a, here's, here's <laughs> another I'm question. I'm going to blow your mind. <laughs> On my, where you put the uh, detergent, yeah. one's bigger, so that's where I always detergent. put it. But it just says one, two, and three. It doesn't say what it's for. What would the fab- fabrics often be? Number number three? No, number th- that'd be two, I two, would have I, thought. I, yeah. I, if I'm honest, I think they all just go to the same place, and it's all just not. But it's, it might be released at different times, right? Like if, that, you're, if you're going a... Uh, like a, a whitener, what do you call that stuff? Not a bleach, because that'll that'll wreck your clothes. Mm. But a uh, a stain like, remover. So yeah, your stain remover. Ooh, your stain remover. See, my my go with the stain remover, and I'm glad you brought this up because I've been dying to talk about it. Right <laughs> um, we'll get to the sport in a second. Yeah. <laughs> no, point. kids' cricket watch, right? <laughs> yeah. So you get yeah, home. True. First job for them when they get home from cricket is go soak your whites. So mm. a bit of Sard Wonder Stick or whatever, whoever's sponsoring the program, on the uh, <laughs> on the knees where the grass stains are, that yeah. sort of stuff, um, and then in the uh, in the nappy sand in the tub for a few days, and then often it'll be me on a Friday looking going, oh, shh, we haven't drained that tub. They're gonna oh. play cricket tomorrow, so then it's how then wide it's are fr- they by that point? Yeah, not Glowing. wide. Yeah, they they're pretty good. Yeah. Get, them, get them back to get them. So back you're not to- putting the uh, you're not putting the the Wonder White in the. Machine. No, no. So they go in out from the soak tub. You just ring them a bit into yeah. the machine. Boom, good wash there. Look, I've been, I've been out of, I've been going on fifteen years. I've been out of home this year. As you can see, my life is it's just a shambles. <laughs> I still haven't, I still haven't figured out how to adult. Uh, so A grades for us. Text us in oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Even better, give us a buzz.
1300 01 1170 for your A grade nominations. Mark, you've given us these ones, but have you got any others from a personal perspective that have happened over Christmas, say? On the flight back Ooh. from Australia. From Australia, from the UK to Australia. Now, you can decide whether I'm the A grade or they're the A grade. I'm firmly that they're the A grade. Just before we go, sports bet's coming up. Can we get a quick market on this? What do you reckon the chances of him being the A grade are? <laughs> What's that pain? Yeah. <laughs> Sub $2. <Yeah. laughs> Lump. Uh, now, are you allowed on a flight to push back your International? How, how long's the flight? Well, it depends how long on the flight for. So when this is after, after dinner. Mm. Like, if I do dinner, they turn all the lights off. And you're on your way back to Australia. Fair rain. Yeah, push yeah. back. Yeah, that's not what I'm arguing. Yeah, yeah. But when, Tries away. But when am I allowed to like start kicking the back of the seat? International. This woman did 13 hours of the for me on on the first flight to Singapore with the seat back. I'd say for 12 of those hours. But there's enough room. International. Yeah. You've seen me, right? How, how, what are you? Six, Six four. Yeah. And there's not enough room international. There's not. Not for me. Yeah. Well, you got to remember, he's flying flatbed. It's been a, it's a while. bit different. So this woman in front of me, she was the A grade. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. And I think I think they're the A grade for, for sure. Th- yeah, for thirteen for twelve and thirteen hours, that's a bit like it can't be your default position. My other thing is is if you're on that flight, that's that's your post meal. Okay, now's time I'm gonna get a bit of shut eye. Mm. Put it back. Yeah. The people that just get on immediately put it back. I'm like, well, you can't be this relaxed the you whole can't time. Sleep the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you Possible. gonna do? Put they they're the same people that put their bare feet up on the maybe. Seat. I don't know. She See, might be uh, Well, in, if we're talking about bare feet on the plane, I'm a bare feet on the plane because I, I just wore thongs. Oh, that's no, just, that's, that's bad. That's just plain feet. smelly, though? Mm. No, I'm a I don't wear thongs. I, a, I don't wear thongs on a flight either. I, I, I no. always got told the cheapest business class flight is a pack of Xenex because you just sleep the whole way and it's basically a business class flight. That's what you're paying for to go to business anyway. Hey, See, David, I, there's some advice for you, Mark. Thanks. I've I've done the uh, I've scored the rotor myself on a on an international. That's what I call working class business class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. your working man's business class. If yeah. you get the rotor yourself, it's like <laughs> laying out in the Lay side. Down. Yeah, I've got a couple of A grades for you, but I'm going to give them to you after this. Welcome back to the Summer Run Home, the Trady Hour. Thanks to Amer Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PPE provider. Uh, remember, give us a call or a text during the show. Call us one 1170 Text us 0457-736-736. Give us your A-graders. I've got a couple coming up. Uh, but first, we're going to do a live sports bet market update. Now, Barney, I teased this a little bit earlier on. A flight coming up between Francis Ngannou and Anthony Joshua. I've looked ahead to this one and was very interested uh, in the market for it. So it started off, Francis Ngannou was $7.50. Now, he just fought to a draw with Tyson Fury, who is the heavyweight champion of the world. So I thought, that's great odds. He's come in in the last day and a half to 550. Which is indicative of the fact that a lot of people were thinking like you, gee, that's some good value. $2 is a lot. That's a lot of, that's a big market move. But he's still at 550. I still think his value. I still think he can beat Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua, $1.19. Uh, the Big Bash, Sydney Thunder, 236 up mm. against the Perth Scorchers. Dollar fifty nine. All four opening batsmen to hit a six. Six fifty. Not bad. Not Could bad. You name them. Hales. <sighs> all four. I wouldn't name one. all four tonight. Hales would definitely get one. But it'll be interesting tonight because I believe that game's out at uh, Showground, Sydney Showground. 
Rain so down. And I, I have a feeling that might be a, uh, a reduced over game Definitely. at the very least. Like they get out there on a good summer night, they'll get the, the due in the second innings anyway. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. it can be a bit crazy, can be a bit, uh, you know, skittish on in the second innings. So Better it, for batsmen? Uh, the Jew can be if yeah. it, if it's if it's skidding on and it's mm-hmm. a bit hard for the bowlers to to grip the ball. Would they have Warner play? This is this is the real odds. Oh, I can't see it happening, but I saw some footage that makes me think potentially not. I don't know if you would have seen this footage, depending on who you follow on socials. Or yeah, so I saw some footage of Tones and I playing a live show private at oh. the Ivy Penthouse. And big Davey Warner had those hips loosened right up. <laughs> this would have been last night, Saturday night. Tones and I, private show, Ivy Penthouse. I don't know who else was up there. There was a few people I knew from his social circle, but I didn't see many cricketers. No, there was a few there. There was a few Steve cricketers. Smith and his wife. So was that put on by the Australian cricket team? I don't want to put it on the team, but I think it was Warner like a David Warner, Candace Warner thing. Dave Warner. So is he yeah. a big Tones and I fan? Mate, these people move in amazing circles. <laughs> Which who have, you know what I mean? If I said to you, who will Dave Warner have playing at his uh, farewell party at the Ivy Penthouse? Well, yeah. Tones I and I was paying more than Francis and Garner. Yeah, I would have gone Kid Leroy. Uh, yes. Like, you know, he's because he's, he's, I think Dave likes, he's reasonably hip yeah. in touch. And I know, like, I. Previously thought he was. I don't <laughs> yeah. know about. I don't like, know. Tones, tones and I. Good cool. Australian. Good yeah, Australian she's artist. Cool. She's cool. Um, yes, this yeah. is what he was loosening the hips to. Very loose hips, may I say? I was impressed. Can you, move. Yeah, there's every chance he's into a bit of the Bollywood music too. He's true. Well, he was doing the TikToks during uh, lockdown. Mm. Big TikTok guy. Uh, so Dave Warner playing after that. Probably not. Um, I would. I want to know where Travis Head ended up that night. He's the guy I'd be keeping an eye on there. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Mistake. Francis and Gunner lost via split decision on points, but everyone was saying it was robbed. Um, little Shouldn't have lost. There. Thank you, Reptile. Uh, NFL, Barney. Yes, the uh, playoffs are set, uh, which we'll go into that later. San Francisco 49ers, um, they, they your uh, team to beat for this one there. You reckon? Yeah, I've been saying it since the start of the year. I think they're the team to beat in the in the NFL, and they're they're proving it with the odds. Uh, Three dollars twenty five for them to to make the Super Bowl. The Ravens to win the Super Bowl. Sorry. Yeah, the Ravens have been moving through uh, pretty well. Four dollars, and then you got uh, Buffalo Bills, Dallas Cowboys at eight fifty. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you want your roughy, uh, sixty seven dollars, um, and save your money. Pittsburgh Steelers aren't going anywhere at one hundred and one. All right, make it look easy with sports bet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.